You're listening to Like Nobody's Business, and I'm your host, Emily Castle. This podcast is a space of devotion to mastery, excellence, and thriving in our businesses and in our lives as women entrepreneurs. Each month, I'll be helping you tool up with resources to support you to navigate a new area of entrepreneurial life with intention, strategy, and soul. I'll walk you through it by answering your specific questions, help get you on top of it with actionable tips, look under it to help you reprogram your subconscious mind for more ease, and when it comes to the common traps I see many of my coaching clients and listeners fall into, I'll get you over it. Together, we'll explore a broad range of topics that impact and influence how you show up to lead the business your soul came here to create, including wellness, prosperity, growth, spirituality, and fulfillment. I'm so excited and grateful you found your way here. Let's dive into today's episode so you can add something new to your toolbox of expansion and learn how to master entrepreneurship and life like nobody's business. On top of it, over it, under it, through it, freedom's calling, calling you. On top of it, over it, under it, through it, freedom's calling, calling you. On top of it, over it, under it, Okay, my love, welcome to our Through It episode. Today, I'll be answering your questions about this month's topic and coaching you through the specific challenges you're facing. Let's get to it and through it together. Nobody's business. Hello, beautiful. Welcome back to this week's episode of Like Nobody's Business. I'm excited to walk you through it today on our topic this month's theme, motivation. So first I want to start by defining what motivation actually is. We've been talking about it all month and I don't think we've gotten an actual definition. So this is from uh, the Oxford dictionary. This definition of motivation is the reason or reasons one has for acting or behaving in a particular way. Um, We also have a definition alternatively of the the general desire or willingness of someone to do something. So I think we all have a working understanding of what motivation actually is for us, but I find it helpful to have a working definition so we're all on the same page. And for today's episode, as I was thinking about this, I was thinking about all the ways in which we tell ourselves we're not motivated to do something or we we attribute motivation or a lack thereof as the reason that we aren't performing the way that we want to be. And I think a lot of times it actually goes a lot deeper than that. And there are different signs. There are six of them that I've outlined for us today that I see often with clients around like, why is it motivation? (laughs) Is it a lack of motivation or is it actually one of these six things? So there are probably more, but for the purpose of this episode and keeping it succinct for you, I'm going to walk you through the six common things that I see in my clients that are, that we often attribute uh, a lack of motivation to, but are actually beneath the surface that we often don't see is really happening. And we just call it a lack of motivation or I'm not feeling motivated. I'm not feeling inspired to do this thing. 
well, how do we actually get to the root of that and solve it? So the first thing that I hear and see a lot is that you're just taking on too much at a time. And the reality is we can have it all, especially as women, especially right now in the world, but not necessarily all at once, right? Um, and I find myself falling into this trap sometimes when I'm like, why is why are things not moving fast enough? Why do I feel like I'm in a season of uh, things just not feeling naturally like super energizing and I'm not on the ball as much as I sometimes am. And I think sometimes it's just because I've taken on a lot. Maybe I'm in a season of my business where I'm working a lot behind the scenes and restructuring things and really putting on that CEO hat and making hard, big decisions and shifting things at a foundational level to be able to expand and scale moving forward. I heard a quote today that if you are, if things or let me go back. (laughs) So I heard a quote earlier today that things in your business will break as you grow. Meaning I think that as you expand and grow and scale your business, certain systems that worked for you, what worked to get you there is not going to necessarily work to get you to the next level or the next or the next. And I think oftentimes uh, we find that as we take on more of different things in our business, as we put on a different hat and we play a different role at a certain period of time, our motivation to be the like creative life force of the business isn't always as strong as it is in the phases where we've already set the foundation. We already have the kinks worked out. The system is ready for us to just like move into and press go and just explode with creative ideas and energy. And we have the support available to make all of the ideas happen. And you know, those moments where you're just like in the flow and everything feels so great. And we feel so motivated. And the more that we do, the more regenerated we feel and the more energized we feel to keep going and the one step a client said this uh, mastermind client last week on our group call she said it's like when I open one door three more open and that I think paints a perfect illustration of what it feels like to really be motivated in your business to feel that sense of flow and ease and um, easeful effort as we might call it right where we feel like we're putting things out we've got irons in the fire and then more is coming back and we just feel like more motivated more excited about all the opportunities that are calling us forward so I think that's it so you're taking on too much at one time. I know for a lot of you who have small kids at home, maybe your focus is directed there. And I think we have this idea in our culture and in our society that things should always be a steady linear progression upward. And I don't always see that in my own business, right? Like the last few months for me have been really about restructuring the business alchemy circle and relaunching that and creating initiation and doing all these different things, these different programs and getting my mastermind set up and leading a retreat for them and really setting a strong foundation for what's to come. And sometimes (laughs) the thing that you're in, the things that you're taking on are pulling a lot of energy from you. So you might just not have the motivation to do that certain thing at this moment in time, but it doesn't mean you don't have motivation to do the other things, maybe the really important things, or maybe the really creative things. And I think it's a, it's a dance always, right? It's a dance of entrepreneurship, of leadership, where 
we're not able to do everything all at one time. We're not able to have everything be amazing all at one time. I think as we expand and grow, there's a myth that things just get like better and better and better in this upward trajectory. But really what happens is systems break down. Things aren't working as we move to the next level. So for what it's worth, maybe you're taking on too much at one time. And if you can scale down or scale up the things that you're doing at any given point in time, perhaps you find the motivation. Perhaps it's easy. Perhaps you feel naturally inspired to do something. When um, you kind of look at, as you take an assessment and you look at your business overall and you say, okay, how am I really spending my time? What is the most essential thing that I can be doing? And what are the things that can be on the back burner for right now? What are the things that I don't actually need to be focusing on because they're not actually that important in moving the needle forward or they're not building the kind of momentum that I want or they're not getting the response that I really would love to see Um, or they're not really connected to like the bigger picture of where we're going right now. Maybe it's something that's ready to die off or that you're ready to stop doing. And can you allow yourself to not fall into this like super rigid way of leading and, and yeah, leading your business? And can you let there be a little bit of flexibility? Can you let there be a little bit more grace for yourself in the process? Can you scale things back? And can you get down to like the nitty gritty? What is the most essential thing? And then can we systematize, can we systematize and make sure that those things are happening maybe in a more easy way that doesn't rely so much on you and your own motivation, but that they're automated or they're delegated out, or we can eliminate some things because they're just not that essential. They're not that important. And for this season of your business, maybe you'll pick it up later. Maybe you'll put it on the back burner and come back to it. But for right now, perhaps it's not the most essential thing. Perhaps it's not moving the needle forward in the way that you expected it to when you had the idea or when you implemented it originally. So let yourself off the hook there. Um, The second thing is you're not resting or taking enough breaks, right? We forget so often and so easily, even when we know this, right? Even when we know that like life operates in cycles and seasons and Uh, I'm leaning into the feminine way of being a feminine leader and really honoring those cycles and phases Um, and sort of like the full spectrum of seasons of creation. I need all of them. I need for an idea to actually fully come to life. I need that winter phase of death and dying off. I need there to be space created. Then I need to plant the new seeds of intention and that takes a while. And then I need to allow it to really bloom and blossom. And then I get to reap the harvest right in the, in the autumn season. So, um, I think of this step as like, you're trying to sprint a whole marathon and you're not really recognizing that this is a long game thing, right? Your business is a long game. You're not here to sprint and you're not going to get a reward for like, working harder than everyone else or making it miserable for yourself or suffering through or pushing. And I just, I want to remind all of us that we get to rest. You are playing by your own rules here. You get to take breaks. You get to have fun. You get to make this as pleasurable and as sustainable as you want to. So perhaps a lack of motivation is actually from you not taking enough breaks or resting enough. And 
trying to just like constantly work yourself to the bone and hustle because you think maybe I won't, maybe it's coming from a place of scarcity, right? It's driven, that overwork is driven by from a place of scarcity and scarcity mindset. So can you check yourself here? And where are you actually taking breaks? Are you resting? What does rest look like for you? Really take into consideration if this is what you're feeling and sensing might be off for you right now. Where can I incorporate rest? And maybe that even looks like just taking the weekend and turning off your phone for a day or even a couple of hours. Maybe it looks like taking a vacation and really treating yourself. I was talking to a girlfriend over the weekend and we were talking about how um, a friend of hers has expressed that she's just really like she she's just always working, always working, always striving for more, 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 and doesn't really take the rest that she needs, and it wears on her. And she also, for the for the amount of money that she's making and how successful her business is, she isn't living a very big life. Like she's not taking the vacations, she's not booking the trips, she's not traveling, she's not doing the things that really bring her joy and feed her soul because she's so caught up in the like race of it all or like she's so on the hamster wheel in her business that she's trying to like keep up and compete with someone else and it's just it's never good right like and I think even even competing with ourselves that idea of like I have to be better than I was before I just I don't know if that really is serving us when it comes to being a reason for not creating rest and pockets of breaks and uh, taking the vacations and really doing the things that we started this business to do, right? Like to be able to do, like taking the, um, the time to really connect with other people who are inspiring or like we had our, on Friday of this past week, we had another amazing woman up meeting here in Charleston. We sat outside at this long, beautiful table on Daniel Island and my assistant Olivia and I were chatting afterward about just how magical it was and how awesome it felt and how beautiful it was that all of these amazing women, I think there were 15 of us total, gathered together on a Friday afternoon, basically. It was like 10 to, our meeting was supposed to be 10 to 11.30, but people stuck around for a whole other like hour and a half. So by the time we got out of there, it was like 1245 and we're like, whoa, how amazing that we all have like cleared our day to be able to do this, to be able to make space for like rest and rejuvenating experiences and to take breaks on a Friday and be off on a Friday and out of office. So we have the flexibility to do things like this. It's just so beautiful to witness. Um, And now a quick break in the show to share about one of our partners. After this year, I can feel the collective itching to just get out and explore again. Maybe you're feeling it too. I have loved joining the Airbnb community as a host this year, and it's a platform that I've used many, many times to book beautiful, unique lodging and accommodations when I've traveled across the world, truly. Jeff and I have been surprised at just how easeful and simple the process has been as the bookings keep rolling in in our investment property. It's become an incredible stream of passive revenue that allows me to work smarter instead of harder and to reach my financial goals using space that would otherwise be vacant. With Airbnb though, our above the garage apartment unit is an income generating machine that allows both of us to feel more free to follow what lights us up 
because we have an additional stream of revenue that's supportive of our dreams, collectively and individually. I absolutely love Airbnb's mission to bring people together from all over the world and open beautiful spaces for relaxation, new experiences, and adventure. You can become an Airbnb host too and join in on the fun. So whether you're looking to become a host or travel yourself or both, because who says you you have to choose between the two? I certainly don't. I've got you. You can head to the link in the show notes and sign up today. If you haven't used Airbnb before and you want to book a trip and you use the link to sign up in the show notes, you'll get $25 when you sign up. And also, if you want to join as a host, you'll also get some perks there. Head to the link in the show notes and get rewarded when you become an Airbnb host or traveler. Now back to today's episode. So I would ask myself here if this is the one that you're struggling with. Like, what is the what is the thing that I'm resisting doing that I feel like I have to earn it first? Is it taking a break? Is it taking a weekend off? Is it going on a trip? Is it booking a flight somewhere? Is it having that going on that date night or really planning those things into my calendar so that I can recharge my batteries. Uh, the third thing is like, is it a lack of motivation or is it that you're unclear about why what you're doing right now or what you're trying to get yourself to do matters in the big picture and how it, um, how it connects to the bigger picture and serves the bigger picture. Are you maybe unclear or disconnected from the vision for your movement right now, for your business, for why it all matters, right? Because if we don't understand why something that we are asking ourselves to do actually matters, it just becomes a tedious task, right? It just becomes something, oh, another thing on my to-do list. This is just like what I have to do. And we lose the joy. We lose the purpose in it. We lose the meaning and we, we sort of, feel so disconnected from the process of building our dream or the process of building our business or the process of bringing our vision to life that none of it just, it just starts to feel flat, right? Like it doesn't feel exciting to work on your business when you feel like, oh, I have to do this, drudgery, drudgery, you know, obligation. It just doesn't feel fun. And I just want to remind us all here again that it gets to feel fun. Your Um, You get to feel like everything is connected and serving this bigger mission and vision that you have and that you hold and that got you started in the first place. And I find that when we feel disconnected from that, it zaps motivation immediately, right? Because we don't see how everything is so connected or why the thing that we're trying to do matters, why this task at hand is important. And then it just feels like a thing. It doesn't feel exciting or inspiring at all. Why would we be motivated, right? We don't have the reason for acting or behaving in this way. So it just loses steam, right? So if that's the case, I want you to go back and really get clear on why does this matter? This task at hand, why is this important? Why should I care, right? Maybe use some creative persuasion here for yourself in your self-talk or even journal about it. Like, why is this thing actually important? And maybe it's not, right? And that's where we go back to the, the first step, right? What That I walked you through here, this exercise of really taking stock and, and noticing what is the essential thing and 
and are you kind of like taking on too much and not being discerning enough about the things that you're choosing to spend your time and energy on and holding yourself accountable to and that's zapping motivation because you're trying to do it all right so I want you to go back to your mission statement if you have one. I want you to go back to your vision if you have it written down, if you have it in a document. And if you don't, um, I know we have it somewhere. Maybe uh, we can link it in the show notes for you. But uh, I want you to go back and listen to a future self-guided visualization from me and really get clear on what is it that matters here? What is it that I'm working toward? Who am I becoming? What is, why do I care about this business? Why am I doing this? Why am I taking on the risk and the uncertainty of this business in the first place? What is it that I'm working toward? What's the vision for the world that I want to have a hand in and therefore I am creating this business in order to meet that need or serve that goal or uh, solve that problem for people? What is it? Why does it matter? Why does this business matter? And how does this task at hand connect to that bigger why? The fourth thing, is it a lack of motivation or is it that you're not tending to your pleasure? I've kind of mentioned this in the others, but maybe, right? Like what if burnout, what if a lack of motivation, what if all of these things is not necessarily only a result of doing too much of what you don't love, but what if it is a result of not doing enough of what makes you come alive? What if it is a result of not doing enough of the things that really fuel you and get you inspired and have you connected to your vision and have you feeling like, hell yes, this is what I'm doing it for, living my life, embodying my purpose, embodying my mission and message. If I'm not doing that, I can tell you I don't feel motivated, right? If I'm not listening to podcasts, if I'm not reading interesting books, if I'm not um, taking care of my body, if I'm not eating well, if I'm not tending to my pleasure, if I'm not doing the things that actually bring me joy, then what is the point, right? There are plenty of easier ways to make money, I say this all the time, than a business. And so if I'm not uh, really taking advantage of the benefits Think of it as like your benefits package, right? For as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, if I'm not taking the liberties that I've created for myself, if I'm not actually using and leveraging the freedom that I've built into my business, then what is the point, right? Like you need to be tending to your pleasure on a daily basis, on a monthly basis, on an annual basis, all the things, right? We need that. It's important. We talked about this a little bit with Kat's episode earlier this month, but your pleasure is productive. I say this all the time. And uh, I want you to think about, can I just do the pleasurable thing first? I think sometimes we think we have to earn it or we have to, we'll do the pleasurable thing after we get ourselves to, if like we force ourselves to do this task or follow through on this action or record this video or whatever. And I want to give give you permission to do the pleasurable thing first. Think about it like I'm going to eat the dessert first or I'm going to eat the best part of my meal first, right? Can you do that in your life? Can you do that in your business? Can you do that where like before recording this podcast episode, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to get the laundry done because that's going to feel good. And then I'm going to go hang these beautiful plants on our front porch that I've been meaning to hang because we got them yesterday. And it's going to feel so good. It's going to fuel me to feel focused to do this. I'm also going to go to a a Pilates class before, 
right? Like what are you doing in your day to fill it up first? I talk about this with clients often when they're feeling this way. It's like, okay, can we think about instead of when we, when we design our schedule, when we design our ideal day or week, we often put in all the things that have to do with work first. And then we fill in like where we have space for it with like the pleasurable things or the fun stuff or the workouts or whatever. And I want you to flip this equation on its head. So I want you to pretend you don't have a schedule (laughs) at all, even if you do, even if it's a really full one. And I want you to think about if I could, If I could do pleasure first, what would that look like? I know there's a model out there called like profit first. I want you to think about your business as pleasure first, right? Pleasure first. So what would I do on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, if I were to put pleasure first? Maybe I would do something really amazing in the beginning of the day that feels super luxurious And maybe I would do something in the middle of my day that feels really fun and exciting. And maybe at the end of my day, I'd like cozy up early in bed and read for 30 minutes, like an awesome book that I just don't want to put down. Maybe it's fiction, right? What else would you do if you were to prioritize pleasure first in your business? What would the structure of your day look like? How would you spend your time differently? Take some time and actually consider this if you're noticing that you tend to be the kind of person who delays gratification a little bit too much, maybe, that it doesn't actually serve you. Where are you not treating yourself as worthy of the pleasure that you have, I, you know, probably, if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably oriented your life so that you can experience more of it right through your business and through feeling like you're doing purposeful, meaningful work and creating a business that's freedom based that you don't have to do. You get to do. So where are you not prioritizing your pleasure? What are the things that actually make you come alive? And can you restructure your week or your day Or at least move in that direction. Let that be your intention. Let that be your guiding force of like, what would feel fun right now when I do have the space? Okay. Number five, is it a lack of motivation or is it that you're playing by someone else's rules instead of your own blueprint? Gosh, this is such a big one. Um, Next month, we're talking about success and I'm excited to dig into this even more with you there, but the the idea of playing by someone else's rules right are you outsourcing your are you outsourcing the things that you want that you think you should be focusing on are you outsourcing your motivation are you expecting someone else to pump you up and be your best cheerleader when actually you need to do that right are you playing by someone else's rules and taking on goals and um results and outcomes and all that stuff that you think should be happening when really you haven't checked in with yourself about, is that what I actually want? And why do I want that? And is that self-sourced or is that outsourced? This can be a big motivation killer because obviously we don't feel a strong connection to why it matters other than seeking other people's approval or feeling like we're afraid if it doesn't versus we are turned on and tuned in and excited and enlivened by the idea of it happening and how we will feel in the process of getting there and when the result actually happens, when the, when the vision comes to life. Um, and 
if we think we need to do it a certain way because we see everybody else doing it that way or we see someone we admire doing it that way, then our own motivation for it is going to suffer and feel lacking. So I want you to check in if this is you and notice, like, ask yourself and maybe journal on this. Where am I taking on someone else's rules for success right now? And whose rules are they? Or whose voice is it that I'm hearing in my mind around what I should care about or what I should focus on? Where am I shoulding on myself, right? And what is it that I really want? If there were no rules and I really got to write my own, which, spoiler alert, you do. If there were no rules in place right now and I got to start fresh and write my own, what would be the rules that I would want to play by in my life and business? What are the things that really matter to me? What do I want to make a top priority? What do I value? What matters? What do I want to orient myself around? How am I going to measure my success? What are the metrics that I use to define how successful I am? Because maybe it's not money in the bank. Maybe it's not the number of clients you serve. Maybe it has to do more with impact. Maybe it has to do more with how you feel. Maybe it has to do more with how pleasurable it feels for you or how, how fully you can really trust yourself or how quickly you act on a soul calling right? All of these things, beautiful, amazing, and maybe not our default setting, right? If we're outsourcing our goals, desires, how we should feel, what we should want. And number six to wrap us up, is it a lack of motivation or is it that you are distracted, (laughs) right? Are you just simply distracted? Are you on your phone? Do you have 10,000 tabs open on your computer at all times? Are you getting pinged by every notification imaginable? Do you have small children who walk in and derail your train of thought? Are you trying to multitask, but actually that's just task switching constantly and we're losing focus, we're losing attention, we're losing motivation in the process. Um, Cultivating that focus in our businesses allows us to uh, be resilient in the face of distraction, right? And in the face of things that come up that are, you know, unplanned, unexpected, we can get back on course. And so number one here is like, we need to eliminate distractions to the best of our ability. We need to create an environment to work within that feels like it sets us up to win when it comes to following through on something. So are we just distracted? Are we multitasking? Are we actually task switching and not staying focused and our attention is spilling out all over instead of being really clear on what it is that actually needs to happen that matters right now? And if that's the case, we really need to look at how am I not eliminating distractions? Where can I plug those holes? And do I have the systems in place so that I can come back to something when I've been distracted or when I've walked away from it and jump right back in. One of my favorite things, and I've talked about this a bajillion times on this podcast probably by now, but having a having your systems really set up so that you, James Clear has a great quote that we don't rise to the level of our goals, we fall to the level of our systems. And I just find that to be so true. Like, are you... Do you have the systems in place to stay focused? 
Most of us, by default, probably not, right? And how can we do that, right? How can we make sure that our kid is in daycare or has someone else there? We leave the house so we don't get pulled into household tasks if that seems to be a a pattern of distraction. Uh, How can we really make sure that we know exactly what needs to happen in our business every single day, every single week, and it's set up as an automated system of reminders of repeating tasks so that I know exactly what I need to be focusing on this day, this day, this day, this day, this day. And by the end of my week, everything is accounted for and everything is done. And if it's not done, it's still accounted for and I can move it around. And I know that it didn't fall through the cracks or disappear on me, but that uh, I know that I can come back to it and jump right back in. A lot of times the way that we set up our systems by default, not even knowing that they're systems, is that we create a lot of clunky transitions or we don't have a really streamlined way of following through on something, which every time we have a clunky transition, we open ourselves up for distraction. We open ourselves up to get pulled into something else, right? So the more like streamlined we can be about the way things happen, the better off we will be when it comes to this one. I just did a training last week. I led a training on systems and how to set up your like streamlined structures for more flow and ease in your business inside my program initiation, which is a six week one. Um, We've been doing live trainings twice a week. It's been really, really fun. The group is awesome. And if you want to sign up and join us, you still can. You'll just get the recordings of the live calls. So still incredibly valuable all the things that we've covered we really have gone through the foundations of your business and sometimes foundations need to be revisited it's not just for beginners i think foundations my assistant and i were just talking about this on friday too during our meeting just how important foundations actually are because like i said as you grow things are going to break in your business and you're going to have to come back to the foundations and reset them to set you up for success now and where you're going and in the future. So, um, this is great. It's initiation is an awesome program for you. If you're navigating an up level and if you're just getting started, if you're navigating an up level in your business, pretty much anyone (laughs) would benefit from taking this course, myself included. So if that's you and you want in, uh, the investment is $1,111. You can grab it. It's a digital course and you'll be added to the live calls as well if you would like to join us for the next couple of weeks before we wrap up. So super excited about that. It's been such a fun experience Um, and it will become a digital product that you can purchase at any time. So if you're listening to this way after the fact, um, you can still get it. You can still get your hands on it uh, and buy it. From us at the link in my bio on Instagram. We're also going to link it in the show notes for you here. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. I hope that this was helpful. I love when you share that you're listening to the podcast and I would love to hear from you if there were any aha moments or if you feel a little bit lovingly called out by one of these six things that I've shared with you today that are sort of motivation killers. <laughs> um, And I really look forward to hearing from all of you that you're listening to the podcast, that you're enjoying it. If you have a moment, I would love for you to take a screenshot that you're listening right now and post it on Instagram on your story and tag me at Emily Castle official so I can say thank you for tuning in and thank you for spending 30-ish minutes with me walking through motivation.
Hope you have an amazing week and I will be back here next week to talk about uh, getting under it with our practice around success. So that's going to be a super juicy episode and such an awesome month ahead. I'm looking forward to it so much and I hope that you're enjoying these episodes. If you have a mom- another moment, I would love for you to leave a review and let us know that you are loving it and be sure to subscribe and rate the show wherever you are listening. Thanks so much. Keep your mind wide open, keep your soul aligned. You've got all the answers waiting there inside. You're not alone. Take a throne like nobody's business, like nobody's business. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of Like Nobody's Business. So, what did you think? I hope you found this episode absolutely enlivening. If you loved it, I'd be so, so grateful if you'd help me spread the word by sharing this episode with a friend or a loved one you know would feel supported and encouraged by this too. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you won't miss an episode. It's also infinitely helpful to me and to my team if you take a moment to rate and review the podcast so that other trailblazers like you can find this resource, know it exists, and step out of struggle and into more ease. Thanks so much for sharing your time with me today and for taking this space to receive nourishment for your greatest vision. And in case no one told you this today, you are wildly brilliant, beautifully wise, and radically trustworthy. Keep shining your light so that all of those who need what you're here to share with our world can see, feel, and experience your unique medicine. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and I'll talk to you soon. Like nobody's business.